Hi, I'm Charlie, and I go to Cathedral Catholic High School. A little bit about me is I grew up here in San Diego and live with my parents and my brother. I love to play and watch sports, including baseball and football. Enough about me. Let's get into the podcast. I was assigned the memoir, Night, by Ellie Weasel. Ellie, the author, was a young boy who was sent with his father through the long journey of internment camp. His text demonstrates the pain and struggles that prisoners face in camps. In this memoir, I was able to connect the father-son relationship Ellie and his father had to me and my dad's relationship. In this memoir, Ellie allows readers, like myself, to understand and get a deeper background about the effects of war. He wants the audience to put themselves in his place to see what it was like to be a prisoner during World War II. In order for the audience to understand the emphasis, Ellie uses a lot of hyperbole and metaphors to exaggerate the pain that the Jewish population was going through. He also wants readers to understand that there are many hardships in life, but we have to push through and they'll make wonderful stories someday. Late in the memoir, Ellie and his dad, along with others, are hiking overnight to a new camp. They are overpowered with pain and start to go crazy. Just a few more meters and it will be over. I'll fall. A small red flame, a shot. Death enveloped me. It suffocated me. It stuck to me like glue. I felt I could touch it. The idea of dying, of ceasing to be, began to fascinate me. To no longer exist. To no longer feel the excruciating pain of my foot. To no longer feel anything, neither fatigue nor cold. Nothing. To break rank and to let myself slide to the side of the road. Weasel 86. Ellie includes this in his memoir to show the roadblocks they had and how their mental health was affected by war. Also, on page 19, Ellie describes his first experience of being a prisoner and how he was treated. As him and his family were leaving their home for what they thought could be forever, they were met by a few Hungarian policemen who treated them very badly. Faster, faster, movie lazy good for nothings. The Hungarian police were screaming. That was when I began to hate them, and my hatred remains our only link today. They were our first oppressors. They were the first face of hell and death. Weasel 19. Ellie also uses this to give a brief show of how the Jewish people were treated by others. Next, we are going to discuss how Ellie's commencement speech relates to his memoir. In his speech, Ellie talks about how our world is evolving and what we are doing wrong. He also describes how his life has turned into many stories, which would be shared to all. With this, I've noticed that a similar theme has been conveyed between both writings. This theme is that a certain group of people think they have power over others, although we are all human. Ellie says, what do we know now? A new trend is hanging upon us. The name is fanaticism. We must do whatever we can to, first of all, unmask. Second, to denounce. And of course, to oppose fanaticism wherever it is. What is fanaticism? Perversion. You can take a beautiful idea like religion in the Middle Ages, but fanaticism can turn it into something which is anti-human because a group of human beings decide that they are they know who is worthy of life, 
who is worthy of redemption. Weasel 2. With this, readers can see that Eliezer is really trying to get people to understand that that fanaticism has been going on for a while and still happens, and that we need to recognize it and at least attempt to make a change. Moving on, I would also like to talk about how some of the things that was happening in Ellie's memoir are still happening today. Yes, in China, Xinjiang is home to a few of the internment camps that spread throughout China. In a similar way, prisoners in China are being taken away for their beliefs, Chinese Muslims. Although they aren't being tortured like the Jewish people had to face in World War II, this is still a problem. According to BBC, instead of available evidence suggesting that many extrajudicial detainees in Xinjiang, vast re-education networks are now being formally charged and locked up in higher security facilities, including newly built or expanded prisons, or sent to walled factory compounds for correlation labor assignments. Paragraph 5, published September 24, 2020. This is similar to how Ellie and his fellow prisoners were taken and forced to do hard labor or be killed. Today, Ellie has told about the effects of war, problems that are still going on, and things we should change. Now I'm going to ask you, should we as a society make an effort to change some of the ways we do things to sharpen our community? I don't know. But thanks for listening to Charlie's podcast and goodbye.